Hey everybody, welcome to the Single Tracks Podcast. My name is Jeff, and today my guest is Carol Baldwin. Carol is the founder of Flonetic Mountain Bike Skills, and she is a PMBA Level 3 Certified Mountain Bike Skills Instructor. She's also a Single Tracks contributor and product tester. Thanks for joining me, Carol. Yeah, thanks for having me. So today we're going to be talking about mountain biking with flat pedals. And I'm curious, have you have you always mountain biked with flat pedals? So I, I actually started on clipless, like I think most people did for uh, back in the day when I was first getting started with mountain biking. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting, it was always an interesting thing to me because it just seemed like it kind of elevated the learning curve for like, you know, people getting new to this whole off-road riding, having mm-hmm. to suddenly have their feet attached to this contraption this two-wheeled contraption (laughs) they don't know how to get up and over obstacles but yeah i think probably for the first uh i think five or six years of my mountain bike experience i was i was riding clipped in Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it is scary when you think about and especially when you first started i know i remember being terrified and like how does this work like i'm gonna fall over or like what, what if i need to get off the bike quickly and i'm clipped in yeah yeah, my, uh, so the very, I think, you know, I probably did like a handful of rides using like the, you know, like the cheap plastic pedals that come with the bike and hiking shoes. Mm-hmm. But I remember my very first set of clipless shoes. Uh, I went and did a group ride with a friend and he invited me and he was all enthusiastic. And so I bought the shoes. I bought the pedals. I was so stoked. And I, mm-hmm. I literally set the bike up in my apartment. I was leaning on the bar and I practiced clipping and unclipping like 50 times. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've got this. I get to the group ride, hop on my bike, roll on across the parking lot being like, oh yeah, look at me. I'm so cool. <laughs> I go to wave to the gang and be like, hey y'all. And I fit, I couldn't unclip. Oh, and no. in front of this group of people I had never met, oh. I couldn't unclip. And I just flopped over straight, like on my side, straight to the asphalt. And I just laid there like, okay. Oh my gosh. But you stuck with it. I mean, it sounds like you rode clipless for many years. And now how long, how long has it been since you switched back to flats? You know, I had to dig through photos to figure out exactly when, but in about 2018 is when I started finding, I just, I I made the switch to flat pedals in 2018 and Mm -hmm. I was progressing my riding. I was riding more technical terrain and I found myself kind of hitting this plateau where I was more afraid of failing and just like being unable to unclip and step off because I was clipped in. So I was just hesitating and I felt like it was holding back my riding. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like the first part of like, that's kind of the first thing that drew me to thinking like, you know, maybe I should learn how to ride flat pedals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody is always like so excited to learn bunny hops. Like bunny hops are another big thing that Mm -hmm. I just kind of used that as like, that was kind of like the carrot on the stick that was just like, okay, if I can work on my flat pedals, flat pedal riding, and use that, like, use that to improve my technique so I can have a good proper bunny hop technique. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like, these were the kind of the things that were kind of drawing me over. It's like, it's easy enough to do it in clips because you're physically attached to the pedal, but yeah. how do I do it if I'm not fastened to it, you know? Right. That is a great question. And that's what, you know, for me, so I'm similar to you, started out not with clipless, but pretty quickly, like, went to clipless pedals. And I've ridden my mountain bike with clipless pedals probably for who 20, 25 years, something like that. Oh, wow. And just recently finally decided to try flat pedals. And for me, it was, it was difficult. Like, you know, if you're riding flat pedals now, you've never tried clipless. You're probably thinking like, wow, clipless is tough. It's hard going the other direction as well. I found. Um, And I was really hesitant because of what you're saying too. Like, I was like, geez, I, I don't think I can bunny hop without clipless pedals. And, you know, I'm afraid I was afraid of a lot of things. Did you did you find it difficult to switch back from clipless to flat pedals? It was definitely it was it was definitely a struggle at first. Like, yeah, you know, I think the interesting thing is like I was look, looking back on it now. I think what it, what has really been highlighted to me is. Going from clipless to flats was an excellent transition because it helped me strengthen a lot of skills that a lot of the underlying skills like that are at the foundation, like the more foundational skills of mountain biking. Mm -hmm. And one of them is, is really this idea of this idea of pressure control and at the risk of getting a little bit nerdy with this. So pressure control is this idea of getting heavy and light on the bike. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason I struggled so much at first is when you're clipped in and your foot is like 
fastened to the pedal, mm-hmm. you don't really have to think about whether or not your feet are heavy. You don't have to think about heavy and light feet as much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because no matter what you do, your foot is there. But I found that the more I rode, the more I started riding flat pedals when I made the transition, like mm-hmm. at first my feet were literally flying all over the place. <laughs> yes. It was a little, it was a little sketchy. It was a little dicey, but I stuck with it. But the more I rode, the more I found myself, you know, the more fluid things got mm-hmm. because I don't know, I don't know if you know this, but your ankles, that's a joint. It's supposed to move. <laughs> Yes, And it can move, it can move up and down. Right. Mm -hmm. And your pedals, you know, your pedals are are on the spindle and they move and dance with it. So I think the biggest struggle was just realizing that that's another joint that can move that can Mm -hmm. swim and dance with the bike, especially going up and over terrain. And as you get heavy and or light, you know, you weight and unweight the bike. Mm -hmm. That was the struggle. And it was, it was actually pretty eye opening because once I started figuring that out, it kind of let my whole body loosen up because I wasn't so focused on just staying so rigid to try to plant myself on the pedals. Mm-hmm. I could kind of rise with the ebbs and flows a little bit better. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say something similar to what you were saying initially about like when you ride with flat pedals, like you, you have to get more foundational with your skills and like you can't rely on the pedal to do as much of the work for you. And like, I think there's definitely satisfaction with, with riding properly and like having proper technique, but at the same time, like, do you think, do you think you're faster or slower with one of them? Like, Hmm. you know, I think you're, you're definitely right. Like there's more satisfaction in like riding flat pedals and like doing it properly, but like, and, and you're definitely cheating when you're on clipless, but like, does that matter? You know, I don't, I don't think it matters. It's a very funny, it's a very funny subject. And like, I've asked different people, like their opinions on like flats versus, versus clips. And like, Mm -hmm. I like, I I tried asking my husband, like, Hey, he's, he's been a clips rider. He's been clipless from the day he started. And Mm -hmm. he is a rabid, he's like almost a rabid clipped in fan and like, won't entertain (laughs) the opposite. Like, you know, it's like, that was me. That was me for (laughs) decades. So yes. You know, I think whether whether you're faster or slower because of your pedals, I whether it's fl- riding flats or clipless, that's not going to be the magic pill that makes you a faster or better rider. I think mm-hmm. both of them definitely have their pros and cons, and personal preference and comfort level is a big part of that. Like, right, you see a lot of people who are excellent riders on both flavors, and that's not necessarily what's holding them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they're not having a good time with a section or whatever. Well, yeah. So you, you mentioned the, the pro there are pros and cons to each one. So let's talk about that. Like what are, what are some of the pros? What are the advantages of flat pedal riding? Um, one of them that you mentioned early on was like, it's easier to bail when you're not clipped in. That's kind of, that's kind of the main draw, I think for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think that's, that's an interesting, I, I think like, again, so thinking back to like when I started riding, it was almost looked down upon to ride flat pedals because it was such a beginner thing. So everybody wanted to transition quickly into clipless Mm -hmm. because that's what all the cool kids ride. That means you've got your, you've got your act together, right? Right. But you know, being able to step off of your bike easily is great. It's a great confidence builder, right? Mm -hmm. That's the problem I was having with riding more technical terrain. I didn't feel like I could get myself safe if I was in a bad situation. Right. So by switching to riding flats, yeah, if things are getting a little too bumpy and I'm like, oh no, I got a bail. Mm-hmm. It's so it's less of a less of a muscle memory to like right. less muscle memory required to like really step off and stuff. Yeah. You know, that's I think for a confidence for confidence building and for people who are starting with mountain biking, it's it's a really great tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not something that should necessarily be I don't know, frowned upon maybe, or this, uh, it's not something that should be disregarded by more advanced riders. Like just because you can get off your pedals more easily. What I like about flat pedals is that there is flexibility. Yeah. In terms of like your foot position, right. That's one of the things that I'm really appreciating about it is, yeah, you can, I mean, obviously with clipless pedals, there's a thing called float where you can kind of like twist your foot from side to side. But as far as like front and back on the pedals, like with clipless, you're, you're locked into that, but on flats, you can, you can kind of move it around during the ride. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And 
So part of the challenge with flat pedals is that you're you're the one generating the grip, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting, you're waiting and unweighting yourself and it's up to you to kind of, you know, work out, work with that dance and flow of your feet on those pedals to stay glued on, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you get bumped a bit and you land in a weird position and that's, that's definitely a little bit of, that's definitely seen as a downside to flats. So if you mm-hmm. get your feet bumped out of position, it's, it's awkward. Yeah. But it's not the end of the world. You can, you know, if you ride out the section, you can pretty easily get yourself back into place. Mm-hmm. The thing that I do like about it is if I want to ride in a more stable position, I can position my feet mm-hmm. for that, right? Right. I can, you know, kind of cheat the pedal a little bit more under the arch of the foot. Mm-hmm. It supports my foot overall. Yeah, it's just a much more comfortable fit for my my foot on the pedal. It supports my foot a lot better, right? Right, right. On a clipless pedal, you you generally have like a smaller platform, so all your weight is concentrated on like a smaller area of the pedal. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you know, with with a flat pedal, so with like with clipless pedals, you have to commit to the one position. That's your do or die. Mm-hmm. You go for power or you go for stability. Can't get best of both worlds. Right. With flat pedals, if I want to put down power, I'll sometimes wiggle my feet back a little bit and I'll get the ball of my foot right on that spindle so I can Mm -hmm. put down the power if I'm climbing or if I'm sprinting. Yep. And if I get into like a chunky situation with like a chunky, a chunky rock garden or something where I want a little bit more stability, Mm -hmm. I'll just cheat my feet forward a little bit, put the ball of the foot right in front of that spindle. It'll cradle the arch a little bit better. Mm -hmm. That's going to make me feel like I'm standing on a much more solid platform. And that's going to let me, it really, it just like lets you engage your legs a little bit better to build a stronger foundation underneath you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it for sure. That's something that I guess I didn't really anticipate, you know, moving to flat pedals and then going back. It's weird. Cause obviously like on my gravel bike, I'm still riding with clips and all of a sudden it feels weird. It's like, <laughs> you know, my feet feel like, you know, it's it's not like to the level of, of having like joint pain, but it also like I'm more conscious of like, man, you know, my feet are really locked in here um, in terms of like, you know, the motion that I'm doing and like, yeah, there's not a lot of room to maneuver, you know, to keep your knees happy during the ride. I'm not going to claim that I know all of the physiological side of what goes into a pedal stroke. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I like the flexibility of moving my feet around because it lets me engage different parts of my leg. So like you, it's like I used to have clips on my gravel bike, but it just started feeling a little bit weird. And it was always just working the same muscles, right? Mm -hmm. So I actually just finally put, I put flat pedals on my gravel bike. Oh, wow. you know, it's, it, I'm not, I'm not riding, like I'm not right. I'm not racing. I'm not trying to go fast. I'm just trying to have out there trying to have a good time. So mm-hmm. I feel like I can achieve a lot of the same things. Like I don't really need my feet to be locked in there and it gives me some flexibility for adjusting my foot position and engaging different muscles as I'm pedaling. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I want to talk later about like which types of rides maybe flat pedals makes sense for, but yeah, that's cool that you're able to to use them for even for gravel riding, which probably not a lot of people do. One of the things too that I like about flat pedals is it it's easier to like find the pedal from a stop. You know, like if you're if you're stopped on the trail and and you want to like get back on the bike and start riding, like your foot is it's easy to find it. I know for me a lot of times you know, I might not be able to clip in like one side and, you know, you're like going through something really technical and you're like, ah, I can't get clipped in. But yeah, so it's, it is definitely easier with flat pedals. I I will tell you that I I will say that I don't miss those extra three to five seconds of (laughs) that, that wiggle that you have to do with your ankle when you're trying to clip in and it doesn't Uh quite want to bite. And you're like sitting there balancing awkwardly on your bike. Yeah. It's like, why won't it go? Why won't it clip in? And then it finally does. (laughs) Yeah. I don't miss that. I don't miss that. Right. It's always hard too. And like somebody's behind you and you feel bad because you gotta, you're trying to like slowly like get clipped in and you don't want to slow them down. And you're just like, why can't I find it? So yeah, that is nice. Are, are there any other advantages, would you say, to flat pedals before we start talking disadvantages? I mean, when it comes down to footwear, I'm find I have found that I prefer the flat pedal shoes. I just think they're more comfortable mm-hmm. on and off the bike. 
style style wise at least in general they they tend to be a little bit more casual mm-hmm. and you don't have the tap shoe effect right that doesn't necessarily lend itself to better or worse uh, to it doesn't necessarily lend itself to a better or worse riding experience but you mm-hmm. know to some people these things they these things they matter <laughs> yeah no that's that's a really important point and i think you're right too whether you know we like to admit it or not there it is cooler to ride with flat pedals like the shoe like you said the shoes are better yeah and we've just you know looking through the single tracks archives you know i've we've written about this a lot like people who have like us who have started with clipless pedals and then they go to flats and you know we're all excited and we want to talk about like why we made the transition but yeah for a lot of people it is like you've been riding a long time and these you have a lot of these skills already but yeah it's just it's just time for something different for yeah. for a lot of us i think and so yeah and flat pedals they're just seems a little cooler you know I, and i you kind of you kind of touched on something there like you know i think if you're if you're if you've been a long time clipless rider you know there's there's nothing wrong with riding what you prefer but if you're looking for a new challenge mm-hmm. you know if if you're looking for a new challenge and trying to step up your skills and find a new way to experience a trail give flats a try it just it it's going to give you something new to think about because mm-hmm. i think a big part of it is like i said before like a lot of people genuinely don't seem to know that their ankles have flexibility and mobility like <laughs> ankles can move to help you get into that flow it's like mm-hmm. i think having people be like looser and more relaxed on the bike in general is great but mm-hmm. the tr- that that looseness and more relaxed nature almost stops at the knee mm. and so when folks start riding flat pedals and if they're having trouble and getting popped off nine times out of 10, it's because they're just being too rigid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a new way to, it's a new way to find, find some flow and it's, you know, flat pedal skills translate very well into riding clipped in. Like, Mm. you know, if you think about how much movement you put into your ankles, like if, while you're waiting and unweighting, like if you're getting heavy on the bike, you drop your heels. If you're getting light, you raise your heels and point your toes down. Mm-hmm. That's going to help you a lot while riding clipped in. You're not going to have to think about that foot popping off the pedal necessarily, but it is something that is going to help you move overall. Mm. Yeah. 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 It'll make you a smoother rider and and be able to flow a little bit better. Yeah. I, I definitely have experienced that. So in terms of disadvantages, I mean, you mentioned like it's it's easier to get bumped off the pedals when you're riding technical stuff. And then I would add to that, like it it's harder to, for me, it was a lot harder to jump and do things like bunny hops where, mm-hmm. you know, if you're on clipless pedals, like you just literally jump and the bike <laughs> comes up with you because you're attached to it. But yeah, it it is still possible though to bunny hop with flat pedals, right? It just takes a little more effort. You know, I think, and I don't think it's necessarily that it takes more effort. This just kind of comes back to unlocking that mobility hmm. and letting those ankles flex and dance, right? As far as it being harder to bunny hop, I think it's. I think it comes down to when you're riding clipped in, mm-hmm. you're more or less taking for granted that foot to pedal attachment right you're not having to think about it right Mm -hmm. and that by not having to think about it you're not really thinking about letting those ankles move as much Mm -hmm. when you're riding on flat pedals you have to let your feet swim you have to let those Mm -hmm. heels dip and rise with the ebb and flow of the trail otherwise that's where that separation comes from Mm -hmm. if your ankle is rigid and the bike rises or dips below you it that's where you stand a chance of uh, you know of the pedal falling out from under you mm-hmm. or you rising and leaving the pedal right so flat pedals have those pins that dig into your rubber shoes and you have to be you have to let your foot you know stay stuck to that and to do that mm-hmm. that's where that ankle mo- motion comes through right i see yeah so for bunny hopping or getting off the ground with flat pedals mm-hmm. a lot of what we talk about is you know, pressure through our feet and just like counter pressure, like between our hands Mm -hmm. and like wedging ourselves between like our hands and our feet or just anything that enables us to apply weight and pressure into our pedals to help 
bring the bring those pedals with us. Right. The difference between a clipless rider who doesn't have to think about their feet staying on the pedals mm-hmm. is if they move the legs, the bike will follow. <laughs> right. Flat pedal rider needs to make sure those ankles, make sure those feet are staying flat on the pedal mm-hmm. and they're applying the pressure to bring it with. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, I guess it's, it could, you could say it's, it's harder to bunny hop on a flat, on flat pedals mm-hmm. because there's just an extra element to think about. Right. But once you spend the time developing that skill and that technique mm-hmm. it and it becomes second nature, you don't really have to think about it as much because your feet will move with the pedals on the trail more readily. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good point that it's not, I mean, it's not necessarily more difficult. It's just maybe for me, it's just not natural. Like it, it's not an intuitive thing where, you know, obviously like if you're wearing shoes and you jump, like the shoes are going to go with you because they're attached to your foot Exactly. versus if you're like standing on a flip flop or I don't know, a skateboard. I have no idea how people like (laughs) do ollies on a skateboard. It's got to be a really hard thing, but it's similar. I mean, it can be done. And once you learn how to do it, like it becomes second nature, but it's not necessarily like intuitive at first. Yeah. And I think the, the ollie on a skateboard is kind of an excellent example. And that's, you know, that's a rigid, like skateboards don't have any suspension, so there's no give, there's no bounce, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're getting heavy, you're loading into the board, and then you're getting light. You're there is a little bit of a flick in the back, but you're letting that skateboard come with you, mm-hmm. and it's following your feet, and you're using your feet to guide it. You're never fully attached, but you're guiding it, and it's following your energy, and then mm-hmm. coming down with you. Yeah, it's like magic. I mean, you're <laughs> you're describing it, <laughs> and I've seen people do it, but it's like wow, like that's, that's pretty cool that that works. It's, it's magic voodoo witchcraft. I'm telling you, (laughs) I, you know, I like to think of it as, so, so there's this idea of pressure control, right? Mm -hmm. You get heavy, you get light on the bike. One thing that happens when you get light on the bike is if you're bouncing all, if you're putting all of your weight into the bike and bouncing, Mm -hmm. it wants to follow you. So you need to be able to absorb it into you. Okay. And this is going to be much more critical when you're riding in flat pedals, because if you bounce into the bike, try to absorb it, but don't accept it, that's where the bike pushes you up mm. as the suspension rebounds. Mm-hmm. So that's, and that's kind of what, that's what I'm talking about with having to be more fluid, mm-hmm. learning to be more fluid, because if you take away having to worry about your feet coming off the pedals, then it doesn't really matter how you bounce around on the bike. Mm-hmm. You may not necessarily have to be as precise with that pressure control and making sure it stays with you. Cause you're going to stay attached no matter what. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've said it a few times, pressure control. And I take that to mean, and what I've experienced is that, yeah, you do need to like put more pressure on the pedals to like keep that connection with the flat pedal, whether you're jumping or you're just, you know, on a really technical, like bumpy section. And to me, like, I mean, does that take more effort, like more muscle, more like strength to do that? Like, like, are you going to get more tired riding flat pedals versus clipless? Do you think? That's a really good question. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Yeah. Well, I mean, people talk about like efficiency of uh, clipless pedals and, you know, obviously like if you're a cross country rider or certainly like a road bike rider, you're going to be on clipless pedals and they say it's more efficient, I guess, because part of it is like pedal stroke. You're kind of able to like lift the pedal as you, as you move through the stroke. But also, yeah, I'm, I'm just finding that putting that pressure down to like keep that foot pedal connection that also just, it uses different muscles at least maybe like maybe it's not less efficient, but it, it is a different set of muscles. I think. I think, you know, there, there's a good chance that it's making you aware of muscles you didn't know that had to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking, you know, I'm thinking back to my first night ride I ever did. Mm-hmm. And we were riding at Blankets Creek. I was going down something chunky and loose that I've done a million times. Mm-hmm. But I was riding it in the dark with a very sad little spotlight in front of me. <laughs> and I just remember all of a sudden I was aware of all of these micro movements and all these little muscle twitches that were like... Mm 
working in my legs and my hips and my core, everything that I was feeling to mm-hmm. help me stay balanced in this uneven terrain because I didn't have all the information. Yeah. So switching from clips to flats, I think is going to, is going to be an interesting experience for folks who it's going to be an interesting experience for folks to start experiencing or get a feel for different leg muscles mm, that yeah. want to be invited to the party. <laughs> right. I can't really speak to I can't really speak to whether it's more efficient. Yeah, there's a lot of debate because a lot of people will say like a proper pedal stroke shouldn't involve any like pulling up, right? Like, you know, this is I just remember this debate from many years ago and maybe it's been settled since then, but um, yeah, there's two schools of thought. Like some people say like, you know, when you're pedaling, it's, it's just all downward pressure. Right. And like when you're on the backside of the stroke, like basically you're, you're not putting any pressure on the pedal. Whereas other people say, well, no, you on the backside, you can actually be lifting uh, with that foot, um, which you obviously can't do as well with flats. What I find myself doing on flats is rather than lifting on the backside of the stroke, I'm kind of like, pulling backward if that makes sense you know yeah. like you're, you're dug into the the pins enough that you can kind of pull backwards for a few degrees of that i mean obviously when you're like at the top of the stroke like that's that's not going to help you but basically getting from like six o'clock to 12 o'clock yeah you can pull a little backwards but you can't necessarily pull up you covered everything i think i think the biggest misconception with flat pedals is that there is no pedaling efficiency. Mm-hmm. There's been enough of a sample size as far as like research done into the efficiency of flats versus clips. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I think they've maybe tried it with a couple people like, Hey, let's give this pro rider who is a hundred percent clip rider and put them on a tread on a, on a stationary bike and measure their output on both types of pedals. Mm-hmm. But if they're not efficient, if not, if they're not fully proficient at riding flat pedals, like, are they going to have accurate data? Right. Let's talk to, let's talk to like somebody who, spends thousands of, of hours a year on a on a bike on flat pedals and see what they're yeah. how much power they can put out on flats versus a clipless pedal kind of thing right for me especially just in the first you know i mean the first few weeks for sure i was not very efficient but uh, over time you do develop that and i think i think at this point nearly as efficient on flat pedals but i still feel like it's maybe it's a little less than clipless I think you can find ways to build efficiency. You do lose that mechanical advantage of being physically attached. So if you are one of those people that likes to pull up on the backside of the pedal stroke, mm-hmm. then you are going to lose that. You can overcome it by pointing your toes down and putting a little bit of backward pressure and kind of dragging it up, mm-hmm. you know, similar to the kind of pressure that you would use to get the, to do like a rear wheel lift, for example. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help bring it up and around. It's going to engage different muscles. I think. If you're getting somebody who's going from clipless to flats, they might just notice it. I think that the thing they're going to notice is just like the difference in the muscles that are being worked Mm, yeah, or how much they're being worked. But that being said, I wouldn't say that I would say that most people when they're pedaling, unless they're pro level racers, I think a lot of people are probably a little bit more of the mash, mash, mash. Like they mash more on the front end without worrying so much on the back end. Yeah. There is, there are ways to kind of smooth out your pedal strokes, whether you're flat or clipped in. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's kind of like the bunny hop thing. I mean, where if you're clipped in, you're kind of automatically going to do a better job pedaling in circles rather than squares, uh, as people like to say, but that's a good way to put it. But that's not to say that you can't do it. It's just not as intuitive with flat pedals as it is kind of for clipless one of the other things that like really kept me away from flats for a long time and and again this is one of those things where yeah i saw other people going from clipless to flats and i was always like oh man yeah maybe one day i'll do that and and i said that to myself for years until finally doing it uh, late last year but yeah i was always afraid of just like shredding my shins on the the, the pins on a flat pedal and I know, I know for a lot of people, that's, that's like a pretty common injury, right? It definitely is. <laughs> I jokingly call it a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it is a very big downside. 
to flat pedals. If you get it wrong, it can go very wrong, very, very fast. <laughs> that being said, yeah. you know, I started riding flat pedals in 2018 and I was doing pretty darn good until last year, mm. until last year when I had an incident where I was riding my gravel bike mm -hmm. with flat pedals and I was just goofing around and I hopped off a curb and my foot and my pedal separated. Ooh. and did not find each other on the landing. So, mm. you know, these things, they happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, getting a pedal to your shin, I mean, it doesn't feel good no matter what it is. Uh, I guess just the difference is you, you're, there's going to be blood probably if it's a flat pedal versus a, a clipless one. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's a hunk of metal spanking you in the shin and that's not comfortable <laughs> yeah. for anyone. Right. I usually tell folks if they're, if you're wanting to try flat pedals and if you're scared of shin injuries, get some soccer shin guards. Just go to go mm -hmm. to a sporting goods store, get some like $30 shin guards, just something to kind of take the edge off. And that's going to take some of that fear away. And that's going to mm -hmm. that's going to open you up to wanting to try a little bit more. You know, I think right. a fear of injury and a fear, you know, a fear of injury and in something as gnarly as, you know, getting all these sharp and pointy pins get, you know, getting that cheese grater action going on your shin mm -hmm. is a big deterrent for people. But I think with the proper padding, it's, it's a good way to build some confidence. Yeah. And I know, I know well-seasoned flat pedal riders who they wear shin guards full time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I did when I was starting out. I, I have some shadow conspiracy shin guards, uh, that I'd, I, I use them off and on for mountain biking. I don't usually need knee pads, but I definitely bang my shins on all kinds of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I wore the, the shin guards for the first few rides, but you know what happened? I ended up shredding my calves from the pedals. Somehow I got the backside too. So yeah, beware. Oh, it can be a dangerous endeavor. <laughs> it can it can be a threat to your it can be a threat to your shins and your calves. But yeah, I, you know I think mountain biking is a dangerous sport. You can't really you can't really expect it all to be unicorns and rainbows and be perfectly safe. Like there's a, <laughs> there's a, there's risk right. in everything we do on the trail. I think flat pedals are a worthwhile experiment for most people. Mm -hmm. And if you want to try it and wear shin guards then so be it. Just give it a shot. Mm -hmm. You know, I had, I had my first real, you know, shin scraping incident last year, which was, I'll spare you the details, but it was pretty gnarly. Mm. And I rode with a shin guard for a few months after that, just to protect the, just to protect the wound. But mm -hmm. it didn't really deter me from continuing to ride flat pedals. Yeah. Yep. Same. I, I definitely, I personally find that you know, it's not, it's not that it's, it's not that flats are better or worse. I just find that I just enjoy my time on a bike knowing that I can step off it. And mm -hmm. I think just getting, uh, I guess getting over the psycho the psychological impact of shredding my shin, <laughs> it, you know, it, it took me a minute to kind of get past that. Yeah. So I, I wore, after that incident, I wore the shin guard for a while and I was, always, you know, I was kind of like a little like, eh, hesitant little second guessing going on but mm -hmm. it once i kind of let myself get back into the flow of things it was it's not as terrifying it's terrifying but it's not i don't feel like it's going to happen every ride kind of thing right yeah yeah well yeah i mean you kind of jumped to my my last question but like let's go ahead and address it i mean like you said it, riding with flat pedals it it is somehow it is a little bit more fun like it seems a little less serious it's more casual like for me, it's, it's all about like just being able to jump on a bike and ride anytime and not be like, Oh, I got to get my special shoes. And, you know, for it to feel like it's like a big thing, it's just flat pedals. Just, it's just more fun. You know, I, I like that idea that it's, you know, you don't have to go for the special footwear. You don't even have to go for a proper mountain bike shoe. Mm -hmm. It keeps it a little bit more casual and a little bit more relaxed. But you know, that being said, like either way, riding a bike is fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's true you know whether you're whether you're clipped in and you know whether you're a clipped in hammerhead trying to go for for the kom or you're just there to mm -hmm. tootle around in the woods and go find random stuff and just take in the take in the beauty of nature mm -hmm. you know as long as you're on two wheels i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give you too hard of a time right on on what your footwear and pedal choice is 
<laughs> right. This does a lot of times it does devolve into a debate about which one is better and yeah, there there is no better, right? Like like you said, they're they're both fine choices and everybody is, you know, free to make their own choice and enjoy what they enjoy. So Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about the pedals and equipment. So one of the things that I, I had been hearing for a long time from a lot of people is that bigger and wider platforms are better for flat pedals. Is And, and to a degree, obviously, like we're not going to be riding around with like dinner plates on our cranks. So w- why do people say that? Like what what is the advantage of like a bigger or wider uh, platform on a flat pedal? So I think the, the advantages of a bigger and wider platform is like the main advantage is just more surface area, more, more space for pins. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I think the important thing to keep in mind is that it has to be proportional to your foot. Hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. you're, I'm, I'm a women's eight and a half, which is about a men's seven, seven and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's kind of a sweet spot for a pedal size for me to ride. Okay. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to be riding something that's the exact size of my shoe, but I also don't want to <laughs> right. ride something that's like the size of a matchbox. I like to use the analogy when I, when I'm working with, when I'm working with folks who are transitioning from clipless to flat pedals, one of the, one of the Mm -hmm. examples I like to use is, you know, talking about like what, you know, you're walking on your tippy toes, like your balance, you balance on your feet. If you're on your, if you're on the balls of your feet, that's a much smaller surface area Mm -hmm. and it's going to engage a whole lot more of your leg. And it's going to make it harder to be stable because that's just engaging so many muscles. Right. And if you have a very small pedal platform, mm-hmm. like if you're, if let's just say, uh, let's just say your surf, the surface of your pedal is like the size of a credit card, mm-hmm. which is probably what most uh, clipless pedals are. Like if that is your balance point, yeah, a lot more of your leg is going to end up engaging and having to work to keep you stable. So when it comes to pedal sizes in relation to your foot, it's like if you have a big foot and you're standing on a pedal that's too small, mm-hmm. you have less area to distribute the weight. Right. And you have less area to place your, your foot well and have it be supported mm-hmm. in such a way that you can feel stable. So think about like walking around on your tippy toes. You're making you're making your surface, like your contact point with the ground much smaller mm-hmm. as opposed to when you're walking completely flat footed. So, right. Yeah. That makes sense. If you're on like too small of a pedal platform, you don't really have a lot of flexibility for what part of your foot you're going to be standing on. And you don't have much of a say in how you're going to find that balance point, whether without getting too specific, like if you're having the ball of your foot on the spindle or in front of it, or how you want to distri- how you want to place that mm-hmm. foot placement, foot, posi- foot positioning on the pedal really matters when it comes to flat pedal. Right. Uh, when it comes to flat pedals. Yeah. So if you have too big of a, too big of a pedal, like if your pedal is too long, like if it's, let's just say for argument's sake, it's almost the size of your foot, Mm -hmm. then there's only so many places you can actually place your foot on that pedal. I mean, Mm. yeah, you're going to have more surface area in contact with your foot, but it's going to get harder to, I think it's going to get harder to actually find that sweet spot to achieve your goal, whether it be balance or stability. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times we don't realize too, I mean, you flex your feet as well. And so, yeah, it you don't want your, like you said, complete coverage of the pedal because then your your foot is completely flat. You're not able to like flex your feet. And then also for me, what I found is the larger pedals, like I, I was getting a lot more pedal strikes with a wider platform, um, especially when you're like cornering and like riding off camber stuff. Oh yeah. You know, for me, the, you know, there is a sweet spot, like, like bigger is better until a certain point, you know, if you're feeling unstable, um, or maybe you're feeling like kind of hot spots in your feet, like that could mean that your pedal is too small. But then I think on the flip side, if like you're getting pedal strikes or you're not feeling like your, your foot can flex and and be mobile enough, then maybe, maybe your platform's a little too big. Yeah. And I think it's, I like to give my, my feet room to move around Mm -hmm. and kind of finding that, 
finding that Cinderella pedal that fits your feet just right. Yeah. You know, I think most of them are kind of in the ballpark. There's a few exceptions that go extremely big Mm -hmm. in terms of like the actual platform size. And I'd say those are probably better suited to folks with bigger feet because they need, Mm -hmm. you know, I like to think of how is this pedal supporting the arch of my foot Mm -hmm. and the arch of my foot is really, I only really need that kind of three, three ish inch, three inch ish, platform under the arch of my foot if it's any bigger than that Mm -hmm. it's going to be overkill but somebody with like size 12 or you know size 12 feet is going to want to get a little bit more than just like that you know they're going to want to get something a little bit larger that matches the arch of their foot better Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah what is your your favorite flat pedal or do you have a few so well my favorite one right now that i have on several of my bikes is the uh my favorite pedal right now is the Race Face Atlas. Okay. The um, so they just redid this one in the last year or two, and what I really like about it, I like the size of the platform, mm-hmm. and I like the shape of it, and I I just like the pin distribution. I just think it works. It works well for me and my my foot size, if anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that is a thing that I guess people look at like a spec that is talked about a lot, like the number of pins per side. Is there like is there a right number or is it about the configuration? Like what are, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Mm. You know, there is there is such thing as too much of a good thing. Yeah. Just like we talked about too much surface area with a too big of a pedal. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you have too many pins, it gets hard to place them strategically mm-hmm. in such ways that they actually benefit the grip. And actually, you know, they're it's it's hard to it's hard to fit too many the, the more pins you have on a pedal. I think it creates more of like a, what is it called? Um, like those nail beds, like the, <laughs> right. you know what I'm, you know right. what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's uh, like it, you have so many that none of them are actually like putting a lot of, of pressure on. And exactly. right. I found that pedals with too many pins are not as grippy. Like you, you would think more pins is more grip, but at some point more pins is actually going to give you less overall grip. Exactly. And you know, this also comes down to like, this also comes down to the platform size and the pin count. So mm-hmm. just as an example, I'm looking at my race face atlases right now. And let's see, they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They've got ten pins. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also looking, in my other hand, I'm looking at the race face affect pedals that I, I reviewed for you guys a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So these race face affect pedals are actually the pedals. These are the ones that I had my incident on the gravel bike. Oh. <laughs> So these, um, so the, my, my point is the race face affect pedals also have like, so both of these pedals from race face have 10 pins mm-hmm. and the shape of the pedals is actually pretty darn close. Like you could almost say that the Atlas, it, the Atlas and the affects have like the, I'm looking at the profile of them. Like it, they're, they look very similar, mm-hmm. but the Atlas are just a little bit uh, not wider. They're a little bit longer. So, mm, okay. you know, it's, it's kind of, it kind of comes down to, you have to have the right size mm-hmm. and you have to have the right pin configuration to have a positive experience between your foot and your pedal. Right. Too many pins is too many cooks in the kitchen. And that's just going to push your, that's just going to make it harder for your foot and for the rubber mm-hmm. to actually dig in and get a good grip. Right. Yeah. But too few pins, too few pins. And you run the risk of, not having enough, not being able to generate enough traction between the two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, so um, one of the product tests that you did for us a while back too was comparing aluminum pedals to composites. And a lot of brands, they, they offer both. Some of the brands, even it's like the same design, essentially. It's just different materials that they're using for the pedals. And when we say composite here, we're not talking about carbon fiber for pedals it's like a nylon uh material that that they use and so those pedals they're usually like more colorful or they they look a little like chunkier but what's your thought like aluminum pedals or composite do you have a preference or like what how do people decide like which one is is a better choice for them when it comes to the choice between aluminum and composite i think the main thing the kind of the main things are it, it'll come down to budget and aesthetics. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the first consideration. If 
a lot of these brands have the aluminum and composite versions that, as you said, they're identical. Mm -hmm. And what I found was that the performance was pretty darn, Hmm. you know, the actual pedal performance as far as like sticking to the pedal Mm -hmm. and rideability was pretty much identical. Like I didn't really, I didn't really feel like there was a big, big enough difference between the two Mm -hmm. to warrant spending an extra hundred dollars to go aluminum. Yeah. But if you also want, you know, if you you also have to kind of look at it in terms of like rebuildability, serviceability, and like Mm -hmm. how durable are the pedals? Yeah. Cause because the composites, they're usually cheaper. And so that's not just about the platform, like because they're trying to hit a different price point, they're going to put the spindle and the bearings are not going to be the same quality. Exactly. A lot of times as the aluminum one. Exactly. And, you know, my, my disclaimer there is I haven't quite gotten far enough with any one set of pedals to having to, to needing to service them or take them apart. Mm-hmm. So I can't really speak to that. But, you know, my out of the product tests that I ran for you guys last year or the year before, out of, out of the product tests I did for you guys, my favorite pedals were the one up, the one up composite and the one up aluminum pedals. And those are an identical shape, size, platform. The biggest difference between the two was, I think it was the spindle and the bearing. Okay. And one thing that I found was, so performance wise, they both behaved identically and, you know, I probably could have, I could have gone as a consumer, I could have gone either way, but, you know, being in the position that I was, I was able to try both and mm-hmm. really get a feel for both. And those were actually the main pedals that I ran on all of my bikes for a couple of years hmm. um, until I found these race face atlases and fell in love. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> and, you know, part, so tra- tragically, part of the reason why I don't still use the aluminum one ups is my bike fell off the bike rack and they got destroyed. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that, that was an interesting, like I I've never seen a pedal bent in that way. It was quite fascinating, but yeah. you know, um, durability wise and performance wise, aluminum pedals, they, it's usually an anodized aluminum. So as soon as they scratch, they expose the aluminum and they kind of lose the color after a while. Mm-hmm. If that bothers you consider a composite pedal, a composite pedal, I have heard that they can be a little bit more brittle and they can break more easily than yeah. an aluminum pedal, but I haven't experienced that with rock strikes or anything. Maybe I'm just maybe I just got lucky. <laughs> or you're not riding in like zero degree temperatures, like <laughs> that too. Oh, that's you know, that's actually a good point. You know, temperature yeah. con- considering temperature in your environment, like I it, it rarely gets below freezing around these parts. So I haven't really subjected any of my bikes to that kind of weather, but yeah, that's definitely yeah, something to the, consider. The composites too. I was surprised to find that most of them are going to be lighter weight than the aluminum ones, which again is like for bike stuff, that's weird for like the cheaper thing to actually weigh less than the more expensive thing. But, and, and that's not to say that like there's, there it's always going to be that way but for a lot of like comparable pedals it seems the composites are going to be slightly lighter than the aluminum versions yeah i think um yeah i kind of i'd kind of forgotten about that part you know if when it comes down to it like if you're if you're really chasing a lighter weight Mm -hmm. build and you're really concerned about the weight of your pedals then I guess go for the composite. It's not going to, it's not going to detract from the performance of, of your pedal compared to an aluminum pedal. Mm -hmm. But I think it, at the real, for me, the real delineation between the two, I think is going to be aesthetics, whether you like the more plasticky look or the more, you know, that the, the aluminum, that slick aluminum anodized Mm -hmm. aluminum look. Yeah. Yeah, they're more streamlined and thinner a lot of times too. That that yeah doesn't look as chunky. They're, yeah, exactly. I think aesthetics are going to be kind of my number one consideration. If if budget is no if budget is no issue, then aesthetics is the question. Pedal performance wise, I feel like they're about on par with each other. Um, mm-hmm. Assuming that, and I'm saying that assuming it's an identical like a carbon copy. Right. You know, they're they're like copy paste the design and layout. If you're concerned about the bearing and the serviceability then and rebuildability of the pedal, then chances are the aluminum ones are likely to have higher end parts. Mm-hmm. But I think there's there has to be some I'm sure there are some composite pedals out there with, built with serviceability in mind. 
For sure. Yep. So let's talk about shoes. What do you look for in a shoe that's good for flat pedal riding? So the main thing I look for in a shoe for flat pedal riding is, wow, it's like I I just like, I'm wearing a pair of them and I'm like blanking <laughs> on what I want out of them. I mean, they got to look cool. That's number one, right? <laughs> um, you know, they, they have to look cool. They have to be comfortable. Um, they have to be functional. So I I like a flat pedal shoe that's made with good rubber mm-hmm. and I like that I like for them to have a bit of a stiffer sole. Yes. Um which is which is actually a bit of a harder thing to find. For sure, yeah. But, you know, like like we said earlier, it's like there's a little bit more of a coolness factor to the footwear that when mm-hmm. it comes to riding flat pedals cuz the shoe's going to be a little bit more casual. Yeah, I mean something like looking at flat pedals um and the the footwear that people choose to use with them you know you might think like oh you could use like a skateboarding shoe or even like a running shoe um but yeah in my experience those are not stiff enough and even some of the mountain bike shoes like you're saying they could stand to be a little bit stiffer i mean for me yeah i think the stiffer the better um to a certain point right like you don't want something like the cross-country shoe that's going to have that like rigid like carbon type of soul you want something that's that's a little flexible but also is gonna gonna be firm too yeah i mean you know it's as far as like an actual marketed mountain bike shoe as far as like a marketed mountain bike shoe yeah a good really what it comes down to in that in that world is good rubber so mm-hmm. having good sticky rubber like the 510s 510s have really good rubber but for me personally, the ones that I've ridden, I have never found them to be stiff enough. Hmm, yeah, yeah. Um, so like the five ten, the the free riders and the free rider pros, I've ridden those two, and I just didn't find them to be stiff enough. Mm-hmm. Um, the re- the free rider pros had some good stiffness to them, but their downside, the downside to them was they were the sole was so thin that I could actually feel the pins through the rubber. <laughs> like That's weird. Yeah, it was a little bit weird. But, you know, one thing I do see a lot is if you're wanting to start out and you want to get yourself a set of flat pedals and just try flat pedal riding, mm-hmm. look into a pair of Vans, like mm-hmm. Vans skateboard shoes. Okay. It's not going to be the best rubber. It's not, you know, it's not going to be like, it's not going to be marketed as a mountain bike shoe necessarily. Mm-hmm. I can't really, I can't really speak to the quality of the rubber, but it's a flat shoe. It's got a flat sole. And as long as it has a little bit of a texture, like a recessed texture to it, mm-hmm. something that the pins can kind of slot into and start digging into, mm-hmm. like if you don't want to be riding, I don't think you want to ride a, I don't think you want to ride a flat shoe that has like that. The, the rubber is too smooth. Cause then it's just, mm-hmm. it's just pins on rubber and they got to find a home. Right. If you look at, so like I'm wearing a pair of, uh, ride concepts, Helion elites right now. And they have mm-hmm. this nice little, um, honeycomb pattern underneath that has all these little ridges, all these little nooks and crannies. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I put my foot on the pedal, those pins kind of find a little slot and they start, they kind of slot in just kind of start digging in. And like over mm-hmm. time, you can kind of see, you, you know, the, you can kind of see where the pedal really digs into the shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You make a good point. Like, I don't know for me. So people love to, to talk about like sticky rubber and like how grippy it is on the pedal, which is that's a hundred percent. That's true. And that's what you want, but that stickiness like doesn't translate off the bike for me anyway. Um, especially when, you know, surfaces are a little bit wet or greasy. Like I find that I slip around a lot more off the bike on flat pedal shoes. And part of that is because like you're saying, the, the tread on the shoe is not very deep. Like it's, it's enough for the, the pins to kind of get in there, but not so much that it's going to like dig into the dirt. If you're like really trying to hike a bike or something, is that, is that what you found? Yeah. It's definitely, I, I have definitely had my moments where I regretted <laughs> my footwear, <laughs> especially on like steep hike a bike, like in loose, yeah. loose and dusty or leafy sections. 
Uh, you know, like yeah, literally, carrying my, worst. literally carrying my bike up the mountain. And it's like for every step, it's like I slide back halfway. <laughs> right? So it's like, I, you know, it's <laughs> flat shoes for a hike a bike or wet conditions are not ideal. No, but they are, there are some options out on the market these days that have a bit of a chunkier tread mm-hmm. uh, to them. And like a bit of a, like the toe box, like the front of the toe box has a little bit more of a they have like lugs on them to like really yeah. help with that hike a bike action. Yeah, I've noticed that. I know Ride Concepts. Ride Concepts has a pair that has that. Those are those are kind of my next in line for. Those are my next in line shoes, and I'm trying to remember the the model name. Yeah, the is it the Talic maybe that has that? Yeah, the Talic is the men's, and there's a women's version that has a different name. Yeah, the but yeah, it's got that that. The tread is on the toe, actually. Yep. Um, and the sides and the back. Yep. <laughs> Basically everywhere yeah. except the bottom. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's a similar honeycomb pattern to it, and I'm comparing it. I'm comparing it to my Hellions, and it's it's a, maybe a little bit deeper on the on the honeycomb pattern, but it's got these nice lugs on the toe box mm-hmm. and on the heel. That's gonna hopefully make it a lot more pleasant to hike a bike. Right. The women's the women's version is called the the flume. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot a lot more sense because when I was first looking at those, you know, I was looking at them from a clipless perspective because they have a clipless version too, and oh yeah, it didn't really make a lot of sense. But yeah, now that now that I've slipped around oh, on the trails yeah. enough, on you know shoes that work great on the bike. I mean, they grip the pedals incredibly well. Um, the ones I'm currently wearing are the North North Wave. Oh, I forget Tail Whips. Uh, which, yeah, they're great on the bike, but as soon as you get into some leaves or like a wet rock or anything like that, you're going to be slipping around. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at those right now. Yeah, it's your, your choice of shoe should depend on what kind of riding you're doing mm-hmm. and where you're going to be. If I'm at my local trails, then chances are a standard flat pedal shoe is going to be just fine. If I'm going to be hiking or getting into some sloppy elements, then... That's where you kind of have to start looking for a shoe that a shoe that fits. Mm-hmm. I guess the environment. I know there are I know there are options out there and I know that there's there are some there's some rubber that's I guess more marketed towards wet and sloppy than than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well so so yeah, I mean you mentioned that it depends on the ride. Are there any rides at this point for you that that don't make sense for flat pedals or or do you do you ride everything with flat pedals? These days, I find myself on flat pedals on my mountain and my gravel bikes, mm-hmm. partially out of comfort and convenience. You know, I, I I like my flat pedal shoes. I like my flat pedals. And I would argue that I'm a little bit more of a casual rider mm-hmm. to some degree. I'm not I'm not actively racing. I'm not chasing the, the QOMs or whatever. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if I ever see myself, if I ever find my way back to a road bike, I would probably ride a proper, you know, I would ride clipped in on on a road bike Mm -hmm. um, because I'm looking for power and efficiency there. And I don't really want to have to think about my pedal, you know, my foot placement on the pedals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, as a coach, I'm on and off my bike all the time during, you know, during these, during my coaching sessions. So Mm -hmm. I want the flexibility to hop on, hop off. I don't want, I, I, I know it sounds silly, but I don't want to spend an extra five seconds. clipping in right before I try to demo something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I also kind of like to put my money where my, or put my money where my mouth is. And if I'm telling somebody that's new to riding, Hey, try out flat pedals, mm-hmm. you know, from the, from an optic standpoint, it's going to, it's going to look a lot better if I'm telling them to try flat pedals and Hey, it's going to help you improve your technique or work on these things and really get the technique down mm-hmm. more, uh, you know, get, get, a, get better technique if you try this with flat pedals and you don't have to rely on being clipped in to do it, it's going to look mm-hmm. better for me to tell them to do that. If I'm already right. riding, if I'm already riding flats. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I think the only, you know, if, if I were to ride road again, I would clip in. And I think if I were to get more serious into racing, I might consider riding clipped in. I think, you know, it, Again, I think that the biggest the biggest thing with like with flats versus clips is I don't I don't want people to think I don't want anybody to think that there's a right or wrong. Right. It's yeah. at the end of the day it's mountain biking. It's not life or death. <laughs> right. 
it's all about pros and cons. Yeah. So right. And for me, that that's kind of where I've landed with that is the pros and the cons for me that dictates like different types of rides where it makes sense. And, you know, I fully went into this late last year, this kind of like flat pedal experiment, assuming that, you know, I'd do it for a while, but then I would go back to clipless pedals. And fairly recently I've decided, well, no, you know, I, I really don't need to go back to clipless for certain rides. I mean, for me, it's like rides that are, you know, less than, let's say three hours long, I'm fine with flats. But if I'm going to be riding all day, I think I would prefer clipless um, just because it is, I for me, it's more efficient. I pedal more efficiently with clipless. And then also the other weird thing that I've found is like technical climbing is is still really difficult for me with flat pedals. I feel like I can climb a lot better on clipless pedals, which is weird. Like uh, partially, I think it's because of you're just like more committed when you're clipped in and you're like trying to get up and over something like, you know, being able to bail is like a, it's like a built-in excuse where I can just be like, Oh, uh, I might not make it. I'm just going to jump off. Whereas if I'm clipped in, like I just got to go for it or else I'm going to fall. Yeah. So, so yeah, if it's going to be technical. I think I'd, I'd probably prefer clipless. You know, I think, I think there's, I think there's a certain, you're, you're right to a certain extent. It's like, there is a, there is a sense of commitment. It's like a do or die. Mm-hmm. If you're clipped in, it's like, well, I got to do it or I'm going to flop over. And it's going <laughs> right. to be real inconvenient. Yeah. But you know, I, I wouldn't completely discredit. I wouldn't discredit flat pedals as being less efficient at climbing. No. Just to kind of go back to like the comfort level and what you're used to. So mm-hmm. I actually get, I mean, I'm, I'm a really big fan of technical climbing and I ride in flats mm-hmm. and it really, at the end of the day, you're doing the same thing on both bikes. You're pedaling and moving thing, moving up a hill, mm-hmm. and it comes down to technique and skill. Right. And technique and skill is something that you can practice and develop. Mm-hmm. Strength and physical fitness is something you practice and develop. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't really ever venture to say I won't ever claim that one is better than the other. Mm-hmm. It comes down to how much effort you want to put into it and how much practice you want to put into it. Right. If you want to get better, if you want to practice, if you want to get better at technical climbing with flat pedals, you need to practice climbing with flat pedals. You need to practice popping wheelies. You need to practice wheel lifts. You need to practice Mm -hmm. shifting your weight around and being able to rev up the engine right when you need it for those little surges of power. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's a little bit more, you know, the, again, it comes down to kind of those mechanical advantages of like, you don't have to, like you're physically attached to your pedals. Mm -hmm. If you don't have to think about what your feet are doing and that they're going to go, if you tell them to go, that just takes away a little bit of the brain power needed. And so you can, you know, it's a one less thing to think about, Mm. but I won't say, I would say you can still, you can get, still get pretty darn good at technical climbing with flat pedals. If you take the time to practice the skills that go into it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. It's my answer now is probably going to be different than it is in three months when I'm better at it. But yeah, with my current ability to, to climb technical on flat pedals. Yeah. I'm definitely better at it with, with clipless, but yeah, just got to keep working at it. Just got to just practice makes progression as, as my, my coach friends like to say, you gotta, you gotta invest the time in developing and developing the skills to, to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, coming from, you know, especially for somebody who is coming from a background of riding mostly clipped in mm-hmm. for the majority of your cycling life, that's what you're comfortable with. So getting into uncomfortable situations, that just takes one, one of those little factors out of it. Right. But now if you're getting into an uncomfortable situation, climbing something technical and awkward, and you're adding something that you're not as proficient at, which is riding flat pedals, not, not to discredit your flat pedal riding or your riding in general, but <laughs> if you're adding, you know, if you're adding that little extra element and you don't have all the kinks worked out, it just adds that extra little level of difficulty. But if you keep working at it, you'll, you'll find that you're, you're just going to get right back to right back to where you left off with riding clipped in. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was a big part of it for me. And, and I think what attracted me to it was that it is a new challenge. It's something to work on. 
I mean, do you think it goes both ways? Like if somebody has only ever ridden on flat pedals, is it worth giving clipless pedals a try? You know, I don't, I don't see why not. Yeah. Why not? It's, you know, it's part of mountain biking is trying new things. Mm -hmm. Like we can't, we can't just keep riding the exact same trail over and over and over and expect to grow. Right. The benefits of riding clipped in are you don't have to think about staying on your pedals as much. You know, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly struggling to come up with a good way to phrase it without sounding like, like super like pro flat pedals. But it's like, I think the benefits are, you know, I, th- I think it's worth a try. If anybody's interested in trying clipless pedals, I think it's, it's worth exploring. Hmm. You know, the, the riding might be a little bit different, but it might open up. I don't know. It's just a different perspective. Right. Yeah. Going both ways for sure. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just a different perspective and it might highlight, you know, who knows it's, I, I'm not going to say, I'm not, I'm not going to try to, I'm not, I don't try to pressure people one way or the other. Mm-hmm. If somebody tells me this is what they want to do, I will encourage them. I will encourage them to work on the skills necessary to enjoy what, whatever pedals they're riding. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, like you said, there's no right or wrong answer. If you want to ride flats or you want to ride clipless, do whatever it is that, that you enjoy. That's fun. Uh, that, that gets you where you want to go. And so, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to have this conversation and, you know, talk about it again. Like there's, it seems like this is a debate sometimes between people, but yeah, like you said, there's no right or wrong answer and really appreciate your perspective on the topic. Yeah. Happy to talk. Happy to chat pedals. It's a, it's a very, it's a very near and dear subject to me. I, I love I love blowing people's minds when, you know, they're starting out with mountain biking and we start talking about, we start getting them comfortable on flat pedals. And once you're comfortable on your feet, like, you know, your feet and your feet being on the pedals, like that is the foundation. That is how you build a strong foundation on the bike. So if Mm -hmm. you are comfortable on your feet and feel like you're secure, that's how you open up. That's how you open yourself up to becoming a better rider. Because if you can trust that you're going to be, attached to your bike, whether it's flats or clips, then you can start getting all, all sorts of rowdy with your, like the rest of your body. And you can only, you know, things only improve from there. So Mm. I like converting people to flat pedals. (laughs) I will, I will, I will openly state that, but you know, it's definitely, there's a, there's a little bit of a learning curve, but I think, I think it's an adventure. It's an, it's a, it's a path worth exploring just for, even if it's just for like, to learn a couple skills, anything you do on flat pedals will translate well to clipless and anything you do, anything you learn on flat pedals is going to just anything you learn. It's just going to help you have more fun on your bike in general. Yes. Plus one for learning. Well, you can get more information and connect with Carol uh, on her website, flowneticmtb.com. And we'll have that link in the show notes. That's all we've got this week. We'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>